0: Reader's Entertainment Radio Readers presents Entertainment Book Lights Radio with your host, author Lisa Kessler. Author, Lisa Book, Book Lights, where we're shining a light on good books. Hello, everyone. It is a spooky Monday today. I'm very excited because hopefully we are going to have Amy on here. Amy Lukovic, she writes some, some dynamite horror, but we are having all kinds of technical difficulties this morning with blog talk so I am going to hopefully get her on here. My dashboard crashed right before the show started, of course. So I am working on trying to get her into the switchboard. And I know she's waiting for me because she sent me a message. So you guys are all seeing behind the curtain today because the Internet is being evil and wicked. ha. Okay, this is more work than I for today. Um, (laughs) There we go. All right, now hopefully I can get Amy on live with us here. Can you hear me? Amy, I do hear you. Yay. (laughs) Welcome. (laughs) Thank you so much.
1: What? Oh my gosh, and yes. so
0: far, crossing my fingers,
1: crossing I, don't my fingers hear I don't
0: hear myself Actually, yes, I do A miracle Let's just oh, see how shoot. this goes <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, every once in a while, technology just I know that Mercury is still in retrograde And so anyway, we we are going to do the, <laughs> best, for Halloween. the best that we can <laughs> Right? It is, it is totally. <laughs> Halloween is definitely playing with us so, thanks so much for being here today. <laughs> um, Thank you so much for having, had,
1: me. having
0: me. Yeah, I wanted everybody to get a chance because every October, I always devote, um, I always devote blog talk. I mean, book lights is on blog talk. I'm all shaken up because because that was gone um anyway we always devote book lights in october to horror and like next week we're gonna have doug clegg on but we've had paul tremblay on and anyway having all of the horror writers on is so fun for me because i got my start writing horror but i know from my experience there are very few women it is very male dominated in horror and uh, so I always look for female horror authors, but there are not a lot out there. And when I stumbled across your books, I was like, oh, I hope that she could come on. so do you want to tell everybody, I I was trying to find the most recent book, I think is The Ravenous, but you also have an Audible original that's only available in my book right now, right? Cold Water Veins. So I'm not sure. Do you yes. want to tell everybody about it?
1: Yeah, so uh, Coldwater Veins was my first adult published story. It's a novella, and it basically and follows it basically two sisters, follows sisters, follows who, returned two sisters their, who returned to their uh, after finding uh, out that uh, their mother, finding, they, I believe 15 years, uh, died for real. So she had been alive all that time, and they didn't know. So they kind of go back to their home village, and there's something spooky going on
0: there. <laughs> What? (laughs) And tell us a little bit about, I know, I know about it, but I'm pretty sure our readers don't. What is an audible original? What does that mean? And how come we can't find your book in audio or anything yet? I mean, in ebook yet.
1: Right. So the audible originals are audio only. It does not mean that they will only ever be on audio it just means that for right now it's only available uh, to listen through audible and if i ever sell the print right for the story i will certainly let my readers know so that they can know, so that they uh, read it on paper. Uh, read it on paper
0: are you ever going to put it out in e-book i'm sorry are you going to put it out in e-book too or
1: um
0: That's a possibility for
1: sure. Uh, We're just going to have to see Uh, what happens. We're kind of in the middle of a few things things right now.
0: Okay, okay. And I know your other horror books were all young adult, right? Was it different switching to an adult kind of audience?
1: Um, it was different, but kind of in a refreshing way. Um, I started writing seriously when I was, I think, 19. So at the time, all of the ideas that I had naturally just happened to be a young adult with the ages of the protagonist and all that. Um, but I'm now 34. I'm now and 34. I feel like and I feel like the ideas having, I'm naturally um, having, are, have, uh, they happen to are be adults. Not to, to say that your age dictates what you write. Just for me personally, for me personally um, my, my ideas have all been adult all So been it adult, was really nice to, get, really nice to that that get to lean into that for the first time.
0: I love it. And I was going to ask you about the difference because I – I haven't read The Ravenous yet, but I am so intrigued, and it sounds, you know, kind of like a zombie story. I don't know if you want to tell people a little bit about it, mm-hmm. but I I wondered, you know, how dark is too dark for a YA book? <laughs> and you want to tell them about what The Ravenous is about? Yeah,
1: so The Ravenous is about five sisters who do not get along Um they are military brats, are so they military move brats, all over so they the place. They don't really have place. But they all do okay. love and do love sister the Rose. Young sister, Rose. So when she dies when in a, like, dies tragic, in a like, accident, like, tragic accident and is brought back to life, is back um, to life they kind um, of find um, out how far they're, willing to, how to far they're to willing to her go to keep her alive. Even if that means. Providing human blood for her to consume. <laughs> so, like, generally, YA versus adult. I don't know. Before I would have, I don't told, know, you no I would have told you there is no except difference, for except content. for maybe sexual content. Right. Um, but I have noticed. I have lately, noticed. Lately, the publishers do, the publishers do seem to, seem to lean away from stuff that's, away like, from stuff extremely, like out, like there. extremely <laughs> out there. <laughs> um, and I have found that, I mean, all, I, was lucky I, mean all, enough, I was lucky enough, um, um, the person who edited, person all, my who edited all my young adult books was very welcoming and encouraging and never said, this, is, never too said, gory, this, is, this is too gory, gory, this is too gory, this is too gory. You know, after Uh, some time passed, I realized I wasn't going to be able to get away with that. How I wanted forever, (laughs) right? Um, So I was really happy. Um, So far, uh, the adult space seems to be very like uh, they encourage that weirdness and encourage that that range. Because if you're writing, For if you're or writing YA or you publishers might want you to stick to the, to the same type of porn, they're not going to want you to they're jump around, to like sci-fi jump sci-fi around from, horror, from like sci-fi horror, like to horror, 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 slasher, horror, psychological. psychological, they'll be like, you should probably stick to like gothic vibe, ghosty stories, right? slasher, slasher. So I do, I feel like so I get I do, to, I feel like uh, I get variety, variety,
0: to, I'm so, so far. Oh, that's exciting. And- I wanted to ask too that I saw that you were in an anthology and you were on the table of contents with R.L. Stein, who was my, oh my kid's God, yes. favorite horror authors. How exciting was that? See? Oh my gosh!
1: <laughs> that was such a friggin' moment a for me. I, will moment tell for you. me I absolutely grew absolutely up devouring the, Goose up books the Goose Goosebumps books and eventually the Fear Street books. I still remember every I time, we remember went every time I went to the little strip mall little, little town, I'd go to the Beatles I'd go and to the bring it up to my and mom and say, please, My totally mom totally and, and, and she would totally get it for me. I still have my Goosebumps, I still collection. Have my goosebumps so collection. So, collection. so, so an anthology, with, an anthology him with him was amazing. amazing. Totally amazing. bucket list. Totally bucket list.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love it. And for the people listening, the anthology is called Don't Turn Out the Lights so which is perfect <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's I a tribute thought that was really cool for uh, Calvin
1: for, uh, Schwartz's Scary, Calvin stories, Schwartz's scary dark, stories which held another dark. one of my, favorite one growing of my up, favorites so. growing up growing so. up it was such a double whammy it was such a, a double whammy, whammy, a whammy a triple whammy really because whammy, we got, really because because we got be edited the edited by Donna Mayberry who like, is so like a legend so all around amazing experience
0: 10 out of 10 Repeat. (laughs) Yes. I can still I can still remember when they brought Goosebumps to the T V show and my kids were watching it one afternoon and I'm kind of not paying full attention but but it was an episode with the scarecrow that every time the kids looked out the window, it was closer and closer. Yes. And clo- I'm like, dude, I am terrified. How are you guys <laughs> watching this? Oh, the show is so good. Is so my daughter, good. And my, oldest my, daughter,
1: daughter also and my oldest daughter, my oldest daughter.
0: But, you know, we like, we like to be scared. That was my first love, too. You want to, you know, there's totally. something about that feeling of, you know, the breathlessness, but also knowing that you're safe. You know, it's yes. it, horror is like the only way to experience that, that adrenaline rush and that fear, but still at the same time, know you're safe. <laughs>
1: absolutely and um and um, i heard christopher i heard Chris say
0: something say really early in my career, that stuck, in my career
1: that stuck me that stuck me. and he says there's he power there's a power being, a able being able to finish the book even the though it's scaring, it scaring you and at you, you, you. I you <laughs> say i did it <laughs> yes
0: yes for sure and it's interesting because the pandemic hit And I've always I've been asking all of the authors who come on Book Lights, you know, what it was like for you writing during this, because I know that a bunch of my friends were coffee shop writers. They depended on going out to people watch and they would write in the coffee shop and then take their laptop and go home. And that wasn't an option. And we've all discussed it and decided reading about dystopia is so much more fun than living through it. (laughs) So
1: how has it been for you? Well, I have, well, been, very I have been very fortunate um, in general, uh, general. since I worked um, in school my kids were sexual. I was able to help I was able to the help them do the online school. Uh, um, my husband
0: didn't stay job, did his
1: day job. State his job state um, so we're really fortunate. Um, so for we're that. really fortunate and for that. Writing, and for writing, in general, in I general, never I never written in public. Written in public. <laughs> I am way too <laughs> paranoid. I don't like the idea of people reading over my shoulder before has my has whatever, whatever I'm writing has been <laughs> edited. <laughs> <laughs> so I've always been sort of an isolated writer, anyways. Isolated writer so anyways. I was so able to find was time was to work able uh, to find time uh, during the uh, pandemic. During uh, the pandemic, and Stress so made it impossible, for, made some, it impossible for some, but I was but so determined to so determined
0: check out of that, stress that, out of that I
1: stress that I
0: sort of checked into, writing, of checked and into said, writing and said, oh, nice. So you were able to make it an escape.
1: Yes, exactly. Clear. Exactly.
0: Yeah, and... Was it hard for you to write scary things when the world was scary? I mean, I I kind of transitioned into paranormal romance, which made it difficult because I'm trying to write someone a happy ever after, and yet right. <laughs> the world's on fire. Um, you know, how was uh, it for you trying to write something scary when the real world's kind of scary? Uh, I, liked I liked
1: it because with the writing, with the so writing, it way more intense than, uh, than, than even a pandemic. You know, throwing you know, demons, throwing and, demons and, and bone-crushing monsters bone-crushing into the mix. Monsters and you can
0: specific. be like, well,
1: you know, at least there's, <laughs> well, not, like no, at least there's not like a possessed five-year-old coming, five year kill me
0: and claim my
1: soul. And my soul.
0: Well, that's true. <laughs> there's a bright <black laughs> side. <vibe. laughs> Uh, so how did you, uh, readers always like to know what your writing journey looked like. Um, how did that work out for you from going, you know, when did you start writing and how did you get that first book published?
1: So I first, started, first writing started writing seriously in, in November. It was November 2007. 2007. And, and it took me, it took me. I was able to get an agent was after to get my, an first, agent book, after was my first book, which was amazing. Uh, uh, but I ended up writing, but I ended up writing three more books three that never sold after that first one.
0: Mhm.
1: Uh, so it did take a long time. So it did so take so I a long time. But finally got my first book deal in 2013. And and. So that was after so that I had been uh, had revising been, uh, and revising, more revising the and same novel, submitting, same, novels, submitting the same novel in different form. Um, I um, even accepted I an offer from of a publishing house, house, of a to, publishing try to, edit house to try to edit it, according to no, for hopeful deal at the end. And the whole book got changed around. It was not good. I did not no, do a good job. No. That was a really good lesson to that not take on notes and not take on right. because I wanted to right. feel so bad. So I was like, I'll do anything. And then right. it turned out to not, uh, it didn't produce something good. Like, if you love what you're working on and you're really into it, like, it will translate to the reader.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: after For sure. that rejection, I was, super destroyed. But then another publishing house said, well, we we also have notes for the original. And I actually resonated with those really well. And I felt it inside, like something feels different this time. And then sure enough, uh, that publishing house, which was Harlequin Teen, now Inkyard Press. Uh, offered a two book, uh, offered a two book, and Finally.
0: Yay! Yeah, I, it's so interesting because uh, a lot of people think that, you know, the way publishing goes is that you you get all the rejections in the beginning, and then you get your agent and your book deal, and then it's all roses. And the reality that oh, <laughs> publishing is like this whole roller coaster, and you think, yay, yes. now I know what I'm doing. Oh, no, I don't. <laughs> never, never. You always feel <laughs> always like
1: you're pretending
0: to know what you're doing.
1: Know what you're the doing. rejections yes. literally never stop. I, I never just stop. got I, one I last just week. got one last week. <laughs> and yeah, it's like yeah. It's, never – you you don't get used to them exactly. You get used to sort of accept that it's part of the process no matter what. You, right. you sort of thicken your skin. Um, thick in your skin. Um, you can't you let, upset let you them upset, upset you so much that so so it affects what you're doing. You, you're you know, the trajectory doing. of, your, you goals know, the trajectory of your goals and you all just, that. You literally you cannot quit. And that's the trick.
0: Right. That is. That is. You need the stories to be so strong that you just keep writing anyway. Yeah, and it's like you're like, not in this for just, you're not one, in this project for just one project ever. You're in it for in it you for, want
1: to write for, many stories you have many story, and have a that. long career and so all that. Long and so all even though we get really attached to, re- specific, stories to specific, specific stories and then they get rejected. And they get rejected. Uh, uh. Before, before I, novel, I sold my audible novel, 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 sorry, I had gone through. I had gone through Writing and editing, writing and editing a new young adult book that ended up getting that totally up getting no one totally picked, it up. And, no and one picked it up and that was a couple years of my life. A couple you years know, of my life. You know, um, um, right? I if I if I had quit I, then, I never, I, had quit then even, I never would have even. Gotten towards the audible, stuff, towards or the audible kept going. stuff, or kept I, just, going. I, sort of I just I sort of committed to, committed to, trying, to trying till I die. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> even if even if nothing were to ever get picked up again, picked like up I would again. still be trying. I enjoy it. You have to enjoy it for the how
0: roller coaster the business is.
1: How roller coaster the business is.
0: That's true. And you, have you ever considered self-publishing? Are you ever going to put anything out on your own? I have thought about it with certain I projects, about it with that,
1: projects that uh, either didn't uh be sold either didn't sold or, sold I or I never I never felt like felt like the, the market I'm working for, the for, now. I'm working for it might, now might be better it might being, be self-published, being self-published, but I think it comes down I think it comes down to self-publishing, self-publishing, takes self-publishing much takes much and, and effort professional, and savvy professional, and savvy and know-how with marketing and distribution,
0: and distribution that I just did, that not even got my mind found. Right, so, right. That's uh, true.
1: I, I've, yeah, I've considered I've, yeah, it. Yeah, but I've considered I think, it. But at I the end, end
0: of the day, I'm better off letting day, other I'm people hang out that. It's like it's not as easy as people think, you know,
1: <laughs> people think, you know. Right.
0: No, it's not. I'm a hybrid author and it is it's like a full time job to be your own publisher as well. Yeah, it's
1: totally not for the
0: faint of heart. (laughs) Right, right. I feel like in the beginning like in 2012 it, when it was the wild wild west and people were just starting to self-publish, I feel like back then you had better luck of throwing something up and then, you know, lightning strikes. And now there's so many oh, yeah. books out there that you really you really do have to have a strategy and you have to have a reader base and you you know to yeah. to make it go for self-publishing.
1: You got to work hard to like set it apart, hard, to like get it, set out it out there. Apart, and get everything. It out there and everything
0: for sure yeah um do you have any other genres that you're dying to write or is 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 horror it for you do you have any secret oh, i love horror in a box so much, but so much but i i i don't know i, I don't know like sci-fi I a lot, like sci-fi a lot even sci-fi but even if sci-fi them, you know? have elements of um, horror them, you know
1: elements of horror and them, as of now true. i can't imagine Straying too far away from at least stories that have some element of comfort or (laughs) like
0: creepiness (laughs) I love it so it's Halloween your favorite time of year because it certainly is mine (laughs) yes
1: October is the greatest month of all time I swear swear. yay The weather is amazing in Arizona. The summers, in are Arizona, so hot, summers are so hot. And it's, like, so way hotter in like places where I'm not. Like, I'm, I'm in the mountains, I'm in the northern mountains, part of Arizona. Northern part of Arizona. But even then, okay. like, high 90s, low 100s, high 90s, like, low 100s, for me. like, not for me. In, like, when fall rolls in,
0: like it is now. Goody like weather, now. I am all weather, about it. I am
1: all about it. I love that.
0: So, because it's Halloween time, I've been asking everybody what their Halloween costume was ever favorite halloween
1: costume ever?
0: Yeah, that you that you wore. Oh. Oh. Uh, uh, I was the girl with the green ribbon around her
1: neck last year. And even though oh, no oh. one knew what I was, <laughs> I was really into it. <laughs> Um, can I, in, instead of a costume of mine, I think costume my favorite mine. costume I think my favorite was what my, my daughter was four. She randomly came, she up, and randomly she came up and told me she zombie zombie wanted to Zombie Tinkerbell. And oh, I'm that's a like, great That's the coolest thing. I know. I did, like, I everyone know. thought that I, did. I made her do this. Like, and everyone I'm thought that I made her do this. And they're and like, oh, you poor thing. And, and, and they're like, oh, you these poor like thing. And right. she did this all right. on her own, and I was she so did proud. And I was so proud.
0: I can vividly recall the first year. I bet I can vividly recall the first year that my daughter didn't want to be a princess. I think I want to be a vampire. I'm like, score. (gasps) Yes. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. And she was only like, she was only like six. And so she's like the world's tiniest empire, but I was so proud. I
1: love it. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Yeah.
0: Little trickle of blood from her mouth. It was so sweet. Yes. Just perfect. Right. <laughs> oh. So, at this time of year, there are there certain horror novels that should be on our to be read list. What are your favorites to read during spooky time?
1: Oh my gosh, I love Pet Cemetery. I love like Pet forever. Cemetery. Like, like,
0: oh yes, uh, yes. It's
1: it's my favorite Stephen King
0: story. Stephen
1: King story, scary. and it is so scary, like, scary, so
0: scary. It multiple things in it.
1: Not just, the, um, Not just the um, supernatural, supernatural elements, but all, elements the but all the talking death it does, about and, how people, death about and it. how people feel about it. It is just so. It is just a dark so, and creepy. Just but just but dark and, creepy and, and you know, one the of the things read, about
0: Pet Cemetery, about the ending uh-huh. of that, is I, I oh, yeah. remember reading it, and it was late at night. And sometimes with horror novels, you feel like if you push through to the end, it will be better, and you'll be able to sleep because the you know right. the evil will be. over. Over. And the end yeah. of that book, when she comes yeah, yeah. back in Just and he kidding.
1: can smell the dirt, I'm like, oh, oh no. sleep tight, Lisa. <laughs> Lisa? <laughs>
0: yeah, oh my gosh, that was a scary one. <laughs> oh my
1: gosh. Oh. I recently read, recently a, book read a book called Under Call that's by Augustine. That's a company, but it was... It was it was the darkest book. It was I've the read, darkest in, a book book I've read in a long time. It's basically wow. about if cannibalism How, if went in human bread and raised and, raised for and raised for the specific purpose. The specific of, purpose providing meat. of providing meat. Oh. And it was seriously it was like the most it was like the most messed up it was thing I've like read. read. And <laughs> I loved it for that reason. That reason. <laughs> What else would be good for I this Night of year? Night of the Mannequin, Night by, of the Stephen Mannequin by Stephen Graham Jones. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, the Return by, uh, Rachel, the return Harrison. by Rachel Harrison. Rachel uh, Harrison. An oldie but a goodie. Uh, the Good uh, House by Samantha. The Drowning Kind by, by Jennifer McMahon. McMahon. I read that this year and loved
0: it. Ooh. Too many good stories. Honestly right right and and if anybody likes funny horror go find Bubba Hotep it is the funniest horror novella you will ever read my husband um, and I love Bubba it is Hotep. so fantastic I love Bubba Yes, Hotep. yes yeah it's just it's Oh, good. And the movie, too, with Bruce Campbell is fantastic. So, yes, yes, <laughs> Definitely I was actually, I was specifically
1: thinking of the movie starring yeah, Bruce Campbell. I, I didn't even know, Bruce it Campbell. I didn't know it was a book. Now I have to
0: read that oh, Re- Yes, read the novella. It is so, it is so great. It's it's wonderful. Oh, my gosh, I can't wait. It's just wait. as wonderful as the movie. Oh, I'm so <laughs> yeah, excited. <laughs> Uh, so and so we also need to update our screening list of horror movies. I just finished Squid Game. Oh, that was pretty horrific. Oh, and if you love Squid, Squid, Game. Squid Game. Yeah, if you love that, read The Long Walk by Stephen King. It's that same yeah. concept and very haunting. It will haunt you for months after you read it. Really, really good. But what other scary movies have you seen that we should watch? Um I just
1: watched last just weekend. Watched it's, called last we weekend it's called We Need to Do Something. It's new. It's uh, new uh, it won stuff at film festivals. It, it, was, it, film produced festivals. Josh it was produced by Josh by Mallerman, a production car. company, Spin Up Long And it was very, and different, very and different and, strange, and, and new and strange, unsettling. but absolutely super and unsettling. It, and leaves you and feeling it leaves you feeling you sort of creeped out, out and you creeped I've out. I've been thinking about, you, about it since I watched it and been, I've been thinking like, about days. it since I still watched it think about it been like days um, I still think about it. Right. We watched love that. I love Midnight Mass. Um, the name um, Candyman The name was Candyman was and A masterpiece. a masterpiece. And then oh. I recently saw this saw demon this movie, demon called, Pied movie Pied. called Pie Wacken. That was really great for Halloween. That was really great very great for Halloween. scary. Loved it.
0: Oh, I like that. I'm gonna to have to look for that one. Um we I I always do a Halloween movie countdown and there's one that doesn't get a lot of buzz, I think because it was made for Netflix, but when I posted it on the list, so many people were going, Oh my god, that scared me. It was so such a great movie, but the taking of Deborah Logan um, Oh that's if is you haven't good one. seen it. Yeah, where does she have Alzheimer's or is she possessed? yes amazing oh and the way they filmed it was very like uh paranormal activity where it's hidden cameras and you they're going through the footage and you're like wait what happened yeah terrifying. oh that one is so good yes good oh but um and if you haven't seen squid game yet it's very good and you should watch it it's terrifying very violent though so be be warned (laughs) i was like dang it this was a lot of blood (laughs) (laughs) there's also for fun if you enjoy you know behind the scenes kind of things netflix has a series called the movies that made us and they put up all the halloween movies this month and it oh, was fantastic. Awesome. So you can see behind the scenes of making the original Halloween and how they came up with the mask for Mike Myers. I was like, what? Very cool. Uh, it's, it's very cool. So everyone who loves spooky things, go check that out. I think it's called The Movies That Made Us or something like that. Yeah. Uh, it's on uh I've seen Netflix, the episode but... for
1: Elf, <laughs> but no Halloween yes, movie yet. that was check adorable. That out but
0: yeah. Yeah, I think they just put up like four more, and it's it's Halloween and Friday the thirteenth, and I maybe Nightmare on Elm Street. I can't remember, but yeah, yeah, I think they did Nightmare on Elm movies. Street. Yeah, so yeah, so go definitely go check that out. And um, before we run out of time, are you on social media? How do readers find you after they read your book and get excited? Yes. Find me
1: on Instagram me at, on Amy
0: Instagram dot, at Amy dot, can Sixty seconds. Okay, on Instagram. And then um, I did put on the blog talk website, Amy's whole bio is up there, but also a link to her website is right there. So if you're listening live or if you catch the podcast later, you can click that anytime and find out about appearances, although there aren't any right now because covid but eventually <laughs> when she starts going right. to cons and things again it's all there and um you can also contact her through her website so what's next for you do you know do you have another book coming up ah uh, i'm i'm not at a place where i can talk about it yet but yes i'm very oh, excited future. for the future
1: <laughs> okay <laughs> be I be in the excited
0: to <laughs> yay oh i can't wait and so, in the meantime, everybody, run and grab that Audible original Cold Water Veins. It, it's got fantastic reviews on Audible. Go give that a listen. It will get you in the scary mood for spooky time. So, thanks so much for being here, Amy.
1: Thank you so much for having me. It was lovely. You,
0: it was lovely. <laughs> Talk to you later. Thank you. Thanks for joining us on Book Life. Be sure to connect with us at www.readersentertainment.com for articles, blogs, videos, and podcasts that matter to readers.